Hello, Internet, and welcome to Storyboard, a couple's collaborative, cooperative chronicles. My name is Sean Palmer. My name's Savannah Palmer. Savannah, why are we here today? I don't know. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't read the script beforehand. Uh, we are here to tell a story. Yeah. And play a game and hang out together, but mostly to tell a story. Yeah, so uh, I, I guess we should kind of talk to people out there that are listening to this that don't know who we are and what we're doing and why we're here. Um, yeah, who are you? Uh, so Savannah and I are 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 the Marrieds. Um, we're what? The Marrieds. Is that how, how people talk about it here on Earth? No. Yes. I was going to make some joke about how that's not my last name, but it didn't sound very good in oh. my head, so I just let it go. We're going to we cut are, this part we are, No, we're not. I'm, we're leaving it all in. We are married, and our favorite thing to do is play games together. Yeah. Um, so we were... Savannah and I have been playing, doing like role-playing and storytelling and stuff for a long time. Um, you have your bachelor's in fine arts and... Uh, master's I, in performance i do yes i um, have degrees in storytelling yes i have theater many many theater experiences i've been doing live theater and performance since i was about 12 yeah and yeah did my master's degree in uh, communication and performance studies so and i was in a production of the wizard of oz in second grade so i'm about at the same lion? yes Yes, I was. So, you know, we're about Horrible. the same level of... Uh, yeah, I, I think that sounds right. ...expertise when it comes to this. Um, but one of the things that we have kind of grown into since we got married and something that we do a lot together is, like, improv in, like, through the process of playing uh, role-playing games. Um, oh, I guess I can finally tell the internet that I'm the one that got you into Dungeons & Dragons in the first place. Yes, you did. You're all welcome. Or apologize. Or I'm so, so, <laughs> so sincerely sorry. Uh, one or the other, depending on your perspective. But we, so we've been doing that for a very long time. I've never really been into like, like other than my joke performance as the Cowardly Lion, my, my debut and uh, career ending performance. Um, <laughs> I've never really been into uh, acting um, but I do really like storytelling. I, I do a bit of like writing and stuff in my spare time, what little of it I have. Um, and obviously you and I are both pretty prolific readers. Uh, we really like yes. like storytelling and, and, and narrative and, and we have a lot of discussions about it. And we, we watch a lot of movies and talk about them. Yeah. Um, and we didn't really want to do like a movie review podcast. Well, cause... I did, but I'll never be as funny as literally everyone else who does the 6,000 movie review podcast that exists. Yeah. Funny is a generous word for the aggregate. Oh, I thought you were going to say for me. No, no, no. I was going <laughs> to say for the... I you were about to say funny is a generous word for you. <laughs> for the average movie review podcast. Because um, there are a, <laughs> a lot of them out there. But we want to do something a bit different. And we already have... We have one other podcast that we do um, called uh, called Cyberscape where we, we play a... We do a role-playing game. Um a lot like what we're planning on doing here. Uh, with two other friends. With some other friends, yeah. Uh, but we wanted to do something just the two of us. And because we used to just play these games, just the two of us a lot. We did. Board games and stuff. And we don't get as much time to do that anymore. Um, 
But so what we wanted to do, and the idea that you and I sat down was when, hey, hey, Savannah, and, and you went, hey, Sean, and we said, let's do a a role-playing game, just me and you, and we can do whatever the hell we want for as long as we want or as short as we want. And so that's kind of what we're, what we're going to be doing here. Yeah. Um, we're going to play a game and invite you to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's going to be more than just like playing a game because I yeah. think you and I want to lean more into the improvisation and character building and and that's why we kind of we came up with the name for this and went with a storyboard because we really want to get into the foundations of narrative and storytelling um which is something that i'm going to lean more heavily towards you when it comes to actually doing it correctly Um, (laughs) i don't well i do want to say up front i i don't necessarily think we'll find a wrong way to tell a story i think there um, is a wrong way though there's well, clearly a wrong way what is that what is that um i mean if we get to if if, if it, this turns into transformers uh what why do you not like transformers i don't know is this is this whole of. podcast just about your like deep-seated hatred for michael bay yes you caught me. I welcome did. to the welcome to Baywatch. Welcome to Baywatch, our Michael Bay hate cast. Yes, is that uh, <laughs> is that the opposite of a fan cast where we so. just talk about how much Sean doesn't like Michael Bay? Like, no, I I wouldn't say we're gonna sit here and find like the right way to tell a story, but experiment with the many different kinds of stories that we like to consume and try our hand at creating our own and mm-hmm. being in the middle putting ourselves in the middle of the stories that we like so so i think all that being said if you are a purveyor of and i think our primary listener is probably going to be people that like the actual play um rpg podcast sort of thing that are there's a lot of right now this will um, be some of that i think it will be some of that i think we'll be probably more inclined to step into the meta and like talk about storytelling in a much more like Again, in a, in a in a more meta sense, and like st- and, and look at the story itself. Um, so it's going to be probably less immersive than I don't know. Maybe less immersive isn't the right word for it, but but a less. No, the story is the story will definitely still be there. This is very much going to be like a narrative sort of thing. I think we're just not afraid to like get to the end of a scene and then talk about it. Yeah, yeah, um, and about things that worked and things that didn't, and also probably. It's mostly just going to be making a lot of jokes that I think are very funny and that Sean doesn't think are very funny. And then me saying, you should be laughing at this. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that uh, kind of, because you and I have talked a little bit about this and where we want this to go, I think we should clue the listener in. So uh, we're going to be using a, a system for this. So so rather than if you're not a fan of the, the um, actual play rpg podcast and you're like what the hell are you talking about um what those typically do is you you sit down and and play a game like DD or pathfinder um and or call of cthulhu if you're like really old school um and you uh (laughs) uh i mean it's true that's about as old school as i can think of uh but anyway you you, i'm not gonna share an opinion on that one sure i'm gonna let you have that sure uh, but anyway, you you sit down and you just play the game. One person DMs and the rest of them play it and you just record playing it. Um, we want to find a very hands-off way to do it. Uh, but I also think it, this isn't going to be just one of us running the game for the other. Uh, 
we're going to alternate. And because both Savannah and I like to play and we also like to be the storyteller, be the person in the driver's seat. Yes. Um, so what we're going to do is we're both going to um, kind of have our own separate half of a story that are going to sort of weave together over the course of like 10 or more uh, episodes. Um, I don't think we've really come up with a number. Just kind of No, like, you just said a number. But I think um, we're, we're just going to do it until we don't actually right. have one. Yeah. We're just going to do it for until we get to the point where we're like, okay. Yeah, we're going to do it until we feel like it. Yeah. Uh, but, and the genre is going to change. And I think we're going to, this isn't going to be like super long form. We're not going to be sitting here for like 60 something of, of like exploring the same characters. And it's not going to be like, five seasons of supernatural and then we're we're going to move on no. um it, it's it's going to be a little bit shorter a little more succinct um and we're going to get a chance to explore different types of characters and stories as we see fit um until we get bored bored and then we'll do another one yeah um so the system we're going to be using is called cypher uh and if you're not familiar with it it's so if you're if you're passively familiar with like D D or other games like that you'll know that those are like like fantasy and adventure and lord of the rings and you know wizards and knights and yes, paladins and lord like. of the rings and wizards yes you know it is what is in D D. i'm trying to connect Hobbits with the wizards. i'm trying to connect with the common man savannah the <laughs> do you remember yesterday or earlier in the week i guess when i was telling you that the two towers came out 17 years ago jesus yeah i remember <laughs> trying to connect with the kids yeah what is it the kids like <laughs> um but you know kind of like you're you're picturing more of the classic fantasy experience but the cool thing about cypher is that it has it's kind of like agnostic when thematically um you kind of do whatever the hell you want with it yeah the system doesn't the game system itself doesn't kind of doesn't lend itself to like one particular genre Mm-hmm. which is a thing that's really cool about it. Um, so we can do a lot of different stories using the same mechanics, and I don't have to try to learn new rules every few weeks. Yeah, and that's kind of what we talked about when we decided on this, is that we didn't want something that we're just going to be changing all the time because we don't want to have to like reinvent the wheel every time we redo this and like yeah. try to find a new system that works and stuff. Cause a lot of them are like really nailed down to specific, like, so like D and D is just, you kind of just have to do like going to save the prince or princess from yeah. a aforementioned castle. A dragon. Yeah. In a dungeon maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's one of those things where, I mean, we're not going to sit here and say that you can't like make those games work for different genres. But at the same time, we didn't want to play a game that we were going to have to rip apart as soon as we decided to change. Yeah. Genres like those. There are lots of games that lend themselves to one very particular type of game. And we were trying to find something that we could use over and over again and not have Mm -hmm. to totally destroy to make it work. Yeah. For our purposes. So we picked Cypher, which is not the simplest of games. Um. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's. But it's cool. It's a cool system. Yeah, it's more simple. It, it's simpler than it looks on its face. Um, but it, it shouldn't be enough that like if you're listening and you don't really know what it's like, or you, you've never played Cipher, or you've never even like rolled a dice in your life. Um, 
then you're you're not going to be too lost because yeah. we're really just using this as a means to add some like chaos because typically when you do like improv like you and I could just sit here and improv a story and yeah. and and do that for for an hour every other week um but I don't think you and I both like the gamesmanship and like the chaos that throwing in like dice actually like when when something is left up to chance rather than just having the person across the table from you or or the person across the stage from you to play off of instead you have you have this extra added element of like complete chance and yeah it's it it is a little bit like the um the the numbers sort of become part of the story which is really mm-hmm. interesting and then and then also like in addition to the dice rolls for my money having um having mechanics to like build a character and when i say that i mean like um i'm wanting to say moves because we play so much of powered by the apocalypse but things that your character can do and like Mm -hmm. stats and equipment and like having those things for me is really valuable in the like process of building a character and having somewhere to start um and not just like because we could just like improv characters totally off the cuff um, but having that stuff i is it is fun for me to like solidify on a page your characters like strengths and weaknesses hmm. and then to be able to have those to then use in in the storytelling and in the improv of it all um yeah and then also rolling dice is fun <laughs> yeah well that too is like we also want to have fun doing this and kind of just like want to play game like this yeah, is we a, like playing games this is a really good convergence of two things that you and i really like to do which is yeah um write and tell stories and things like that and also play games so here we go. Um, I will say for for those of you who are more uh, tabletop game inclined, this is not our first go um, at a one on one tabletop game. No, we've just never put it on the internet. No, before. Um, yeah, you and I we have done this before. Yeah, we've done entire games. We just just I I don't think we've done one with me running one doing something like one on one for you, but no. we've done ones with you run have, games one on one for me. Oh yeah, no, I ran the entirety of Curse of Strahd. If you're a, if you're into the Dungeons and Dragons, um, just for Sean. Yeah, um, but that being said, on the other side, that if you're not into those sort of things, that you're not going to be super lost here. I think you're going to be able to enjoy what's going on and learn something, yeah. and maybe maybe grow an interest in these sort of like dice games and stuff and, and tabletop yeah. games. Um, so yeah, and we're all over the internet. So if you are listening to this and something comes up that is confusing or out of your element or whatever just like we're on twitter ask us <laughs> yeah i think we'll have links to everything on our uh on our page you can yeah you can for sure follow us and and talk to us or check us when we do our live streams and things like that too yeah um but let's let's talk a little bit about the game itself so people yeah. know what to expect because we've done enough uh we've done enough vamping at this point <laughs> um <laughs> so the the game we're going to be playing so like i said cypher a lot of different ways you can do it from like sci-fi to um like old westerns to like some more of like the uh modern horror uh and where we landed to your in, standard fantasy yeah to standard fantasy um and where we landed talking about it is um doing something with superheroes uh we've used cypher for that before uh we you and i played a game together using this uh to do a superhero thing so i think we felt kind of comfortable there uh to start with before we move on to um to other things so i'm glad you feel comfortable with it well i'm really bad at learning rules to games it'll be all right 
you'll you'll pick it up. It's not that hard. And we're not going to sit here for for this are kind of like our setup episode. Um, we're not going to sit here and like talk about the rules that much because no, we're going to do we're going to do that like during the game when we the first couple episodes yeah. when we're like what the hell are, what the hell is going on? Yeah, no shade if you like that stuff. Um, but I just I don't want to sit here and just like the rule the rule book. Is available out there, and if you want to know, you can read it. Yeah. Well, and, and you'll pick it up during pl- you yeah, as the viewer it. will pick it up <laughs> during play from listening to us more than you will from me sitting here for the next ten minutes uh, describing the rule book to you. Yeah. That would be uh, terrible. So we're playing Cipher, and we're gonna do superheroes. Yeah. And so we're gonna do Savannah. And I both kind of created a character. Um, that we yes. want to play. And so we're calling this uh, Heroes and Villains um, because one of us is going to play a heroic character and the other one's going to play a villainous character. And right now, before you listen to the rest of this, tweet at us and tell us which one of us you think is playing which. If you can guess right, go ahead and uh, uh, text your answer to star 99 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just said tweet at us. Why are you giving people fake information? Oh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> if, Seriously, if tweet at us and tell us. Yeah. Because I would just want to know what people say. And I, you win uh, my eternal gratitude. <laughs> if you tweet at us, you get it right, you get it wrong. I don't care. Just right. humor me. Well, let's give the audience uh, some time to put in those uh, put in those replies. Do, 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 do. All right, and the results are in, and overwhelmingly, everyone clearly predicted that Savannah's gonna be playing the villainous character. Yeah, uh, I'm playing the villain. <laughs> yeah, and that's to, to nobody's surprise. To no one's surprise at all. Um, and Sean is gonna be playing the hero. Yeah, of the story. Um, and so we're gonna the way we're gonna do this is like Savannah's going to. I'm going to come up with sort of villainous plots and stuff for Savannah to get involved in. Heroes mm-hmm. to Flort. Bleh. That wasn't a word. Thwart. Heroes to Flort. Heroes to Flort. Um, yeah. Oh, we also created our entire own language for this podcast. Uh, for that, I will be publishing a guide on Twitter <laughs> um, 17 years from now. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, yeah. And Godspeed. No, I just can't talk. So, uh, but well, that's bad news for everyone because we're doing a podcast. <laughs> this so far sounds like the best podcast that Sean I- is going to come up with villainous plots and heroes for me to thwart. Yes, and I am going to come up with heroic plots and villains for him to thwart. Those heroic, th- those heroic plots. Mm-hmm. The plotting of heroes. That's just a plot. I mean. Let's plotting has a very negative connotation it to it. I don't look at look at Superman oh, hovering well. above Metropolis plotting. Plotting his next move. That just doesn't plotting sound Plotting his... Well, plot does not always have a negative connotation, though. You can plot your route on a map. You can enjoy the plot of your favorite story. You can give your characters plot armor. <laughs> or if you're like Sean, you can create magic items in tabletop games that literally give them plot armor. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Okay, we're getting just, on to nerd I like stuff. I the word plot. I'm sorry. I liked the word plot. Um, Let's avoid the nerd with, stuff. You'll come up with plots for me, and I'll come up with some shit for you to do. How's uh, that? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, let me think. So, 
I, I've got notes here from what you and I kind of decided that we want to do. Um, do you want to talk about the world and then we yeah. can talk about our characters or the other way around? Um, yeah, let's talk about the world first. Because okay. I think it'll get more context. Um, like we've been doing. You have the notes, so you say the things and I'll just give color commentary. Yeah. Uh, uh, that sounds about right for our marriage. Um, so No, we've... it doesn't. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> No, it doesn't at all. I've always been the the dutiful note taker who has very very diligently um, kept track of everything in our lives, and you just sort of sit there and make your funny quips and jabs and other shenanigans. That's not true. The problem with that statement is that I am both the note taker and also the one that does the shenanigans. What? Hey, what do you contribute to this marriage? Money. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we came out of this world. And <laughs> I'm moving on, moving on. Good. Uh, so the so the world that we're going to be working with is we're we're just doing like Earth. I don't. We're not really going to like create our own universe or something like that. We're not going to do. This is going to more be more like Marvel uh, world building than like DC world building. Um, Can we not invite that comparison? Just like off the bat. <laughs> Sure. I mean, I don't they see... They are very successful. It's going to be hard to not invite that comparison. I'm no, just going to tell no, you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Um, but the... Uh, so the, the world we're going with is... Well, I guess it's I guess it's more like... Okay. So it's going to be Earth is, I think, where we're starting it's at. It's Earth, but starting like, with a, Earth. like a fake city. Yeah. Fake city, real Earth, which I guess yeah. is DC, not Marvel. I, I, I said that backwards. Um so okay, well if you're gonna invite the comparison can you do it right you're asking too much of me <laughs> um but this is a modern uh story we're we're not setting this in the future or the past or anything like that this, we're, we're assuming that this is happening in the 2000 aughts like we are right here yeah right now yeah right here right now and that's as much of that song as we can do right here uh, right um now. so the i think I think the the city that we created, we're calling in a very superhero fashion. Uh, we're calling Atomic City. Um, Forgot we called it that. Yeah, Savannah's it's already good. forgotten. Oh, it's good. It's a good name for a city. Good job. Uh, so we are kind of where we wanted to go with this is less. I'm trying to think. There, there's a show that's out right now called uh, The Boys. Um, it's based on a novel. Uh, I'm trying to remember who wrote it. Uh, are you familiar with the show, Savannah? Or am I me talking about myself for a minute? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so I'm the, gonna Google it while you're talking, though. So there's a there's a show called The Boys that's out right now, and we're not we're not taking it as dark as this. But the idea is that like superheroes are around and they're a thing, and they're kind of like celebrities. Um, oh, is this the show that's like um? Okay, my poll for that was The Wicked and the Divine. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But less god level power yeah well because the whole thing about the the boys is like they're 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 superheroes and they're super like popular and are some of the most famous people on the planet but they also superheroes are often as popular as celebrities as influential as politicians and sometimes even revered as gods yeah but they're also like assholes and they uh so it is the wicked and the divine is what you're yeah saying. well and the the whole idea is this like group that goes around hunting the superheroes who have like done bad stuff uh but that's not where we're going with this but we are going with the idea that superheroes are like are like pop stars 
Um, yeah. And and there are lots of them in the same way there are lots of people that think they can sing. And powers like range. Like somebody might just be able to like shoot bubbles out of their fingers or something. Um, but for our money, the world is generally aware of superheroes yeah. and superpowers. Yeah. But there are people that have like varying degrees of powers and they are trying to make it big as superheroes but there's kind of a, like a uh, there's a market for it um you know you've got like superman out there or a superman like figure who is able to save like do all the big stuff um they're getting all the big um corporate sponsors and stuff too because that's the other direction you want to go with is like you're vying for you make it as a superhero because you get sponsored and you put like mcdonald's on your cape um, I guess it, I'm thinking less like a pop stars and more like NASCAR. A, uh, well, I was going to say famous athletes, but yeah, yeah, NASCAR. Um, yeah, <laughs> more like NASCAR. The most athletic. <laughs> the most athletic of the things. I was thinking like like famous athletes that do, they get yeah. the sponsorships to the commercials. And stuff. That's actually probably a really good uh, metaphor for it. It's, so it, Superman it, is like, oh, it's okay. Cam Newton. There we go. Superman would be like it'd be like Tom Brady or like a Cam Newton or yeah. We'd... Cam Newton was a much better example. Sure, I'm I thinking like Tom Cam Brady's Newton. the more famous quarterback, but um... disagree. Okay. I don't think either one of them is more famous than the other. Hello, welcome well... to our podcast, Newton versus Brady. Who will win? Uh, we need to stop. This is my on sports tangents. And this is like Cam Newton fancast. You can't stop me. <laughs> I also have a microphone. Uh, but if we, so we're going with that idea that there's lots of superheroes out there. Um, we're, we're, I don't think we're, th we didn't put like a percentage to it. I'm not going with like the levels of like everyone has a superpower, but you know, the same people have superpower, the same amount of people have superpowers as the people that are trying to make it as professional athletes. So probably yeah. a couple million people, um, different levels of, of skill, I guess with big air quotes. But, yeah. And that, that top that top percentage sort of makes it and then some people go to Canada and make it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like sports. <laughs> um and then villains kind of do the same thing is that they make their names by taking down like highest profile heroes um in a more of like a black market sense. Like they they have to prove themselves more I mean they're not getting sponsorships in the same way like by big corporations aren't sponsoring. Okay, villains. so it's a really like a really extreme version of professional wrestling. Yeah. Where the powers are real. Yeah. And I'm the heel. Yeah. And you're the heel. Uh, yes. But you're not You're not getting paid. Like, if you're getting paid, you're getting paid by the criminals that are hiring you or by yeah. the... Uh, not by a Like, the organization. terrorist organizations that are, like, contracting you to do stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, or just by your own nefarious plots, you know, if you're a Lex Luthor type or the... Yeah. Um, something like that. Um, so that's the sort of world that we're living in. Yeah. And so we came up with this idea of Atomic City, which we is a very good name for a yes, city. I really like it. Um, but we set it as it's a very it's a metropolitan city, a very large place. Um, and we set it in the northwest. You if we if this is notes that we made like three weeks ago. So Savannah, if you have different ideas now that you want to do, uh, please. No, I'm on board with all of it still. Um, we set it in the northwest USA, so like kind of like the Colorado area um, is what I was thinking, like mountainous, cold. Yep. Um, and the primary industry of this is we're thinking like... Weed. Yes, it's just weed. Um, 
Uh, but we're we're thinking kind of like a Vegas style place uh, where there's yeah, a lot casinos. of casinos, mm-hmm, gambling, other sorts of entertainment. And we're thinking about this is a city that's specifically set up as a place where you get a lot of like up and comers trying to make a name for themselves. Like maybe there's, there's a lot of crime in this area. Um, there's also just like a lot of people here and there's a there's a lot going on for new heroes to get involved in. Um, I, w- I would say aesthetically Las Vegas sort of conceptually New York City yeah like New York City for actors yeah um, or, or like, LA or LA maybe for TV I mean and and even like Vegas for musicians and things like I mean it's where you're getting like the up-and-comers and like the has-beens um, coming Nashville. to do their farewell tours uh yeah or that too um but and that's what we got here is we have heroes that are just trying to make it just getting on the heroes and villains that are just trying to make it getting on their feet getting their foothold uh looking for their big break um and then we've got uh like has-beens who are just trying to get by who you know either never made it or made it but have lost their popularity and their sponsorships and are just looking to to make a yeah. make a quick buck either or by even like, those that like aged out yeah That'd and maybe game. maybe they're just doing maybe they're not even doing like heroic work anymore they're just doing like shows and signing autographs and things like that yeah um, appearances that kind to, of like, thing like gradually dwindling fan bases um comic-con <laughs> yeah yeah basically they're they're at comic-con um geez, not to sad. say that everyone who appears at comic-con is that I'm just, no but that's that's, that's not like what a, I meant. that that is that is kind of what happens though is you get the up and covers you get like you don't see robert downey jr at comic-con uh as much don't as you i don't know what he does like you don't see the big names at comic cons, uh, Comic Con as much as, especially like the smaller ones, like the like the less. I'm I'm not gonna say that he doesn't go to any of them because I know I've seen like panels and stuff with some of the bigger names, but like they don't go to many of the big like the they don't do the circuits and stuff as much as people that are, you know, not doing as much anymore. Sure. Not gonna name any names. Name a name. Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing so many things. Why would you say that? Uh, but no, I mean, he was he's... just in the new Dark Crystal TV show. He literally just did a thing. That is true. Oh my god, uh, he's so good in that show. Everybody watch Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. I have good. nothing against Mark Hamill. If you're listening to this, uh, you know who you are. And uh, you, what do you mean you have you... nothing against Mark Hamill? You have so much for Mark. Hamill. No, I love Mark Hamill. I was just saying that, like, he's he's. <laughs> Well, he never really had an uptick in his career. It's just kind of Star Wars and then nothing for a long time except for voicing the Joker and then... I would not call that enough. You are going to make everyone who has made it to this point in the podcast stop <laughs> listening. Please stop. No, Please I've got to make people angry so they stick around. God, uh, just I'm talk just... about sports for another minute. <laughs> Say you like Tom Brady. That'll piss off at least three people. That's no, true. we love Mark Hamill. Leave we Mark do. Hamill alone. Uh, it was just the first name I thought of. <laughs> Why are you trying to, starting a brand new podcast? Hey, let's shit on Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Hamill for a minute. Let's talk about Nathan Fillion. The nerds. They, oh, the nerds. They will love <laughs> us. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of where we're, where we're going with this, uh, kind of the aesthetic of Atomic City. Um but like and like all the famous heroes, like the big heroes, are in like L.A. and New York and the the bigger cities. You know, Spider Man saving people and hunting things. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. the family business. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's the kind of city I like. It kind of maybe it's it's bright and flashy and stuff, but dirty and and corrupt at its underbelly. Um, again, I'm thinking and all very, dusty. I'm thinking like very Vegas. Yeah, I guess it would have to be dusty if it's in Colorado. Does it? Is I'm Colorado also trying, just very dusty? <laughs> I'm trying to alienate people from Colorado too. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. No, I've been to Colorado. I don't know. It was all snow when I was there. <laughs> and also I was like five years old. <laughs> Love you, Colorado. You have the weed. Um. So yeah, that's the, that's the kind this of This is going study. well, I think. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Um. Well, let me look at the numbers. No, it's going terribly. Everyone stopped listening. Um. But let's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about our characters yeah let's talk about the characters before i say something else it's God, gonna the piss worst. people off you're the actual worst um should i go first sure you've been you talking a lot yeah uh so oh i guess very briefly uh i do want to mention while we're talking about our characters the the way that cypher sort of lays out the I don't know what this is called in the game, but like the th- the things that your character has. Um, like hey, your descriptors. What are the words? I know what you're talking about. There's it it breaks it down into like a sentence that describes your character. Yeah, so that's that's good. There there are words for each each sort of term, which we don't have to get into. But essentially, the formula for like creating your character concept in Cipher is you is the character's name and then is a blank blank who blanks it's um, like so it's a very don't say intense... mad libs because you don't know how mad libs work and we all know that well fine then <laughs> listen to cyberscape so you'll know why sean doesn't know how mad libs work i don't know um but so it is your character's name and then it gives you sort of some descriptors um so i guess i'll start um should i say my real name my superhero name should i say both i don't care I've laid mine out okay. like a, I, I laid mine out like a uh, super like like kind of like a wrestler where it's like first name. You did like like superhero name in quotes in the middle. Yeah, like nickname. Yeah, uh, I did not do that. Well, so, okay, so my character's name name her given name uh, is Danica Faraday. Yes, that Faraday. That's a race car driver, right? That's Danica Patrick. Oh yeah. Um. Gotcha. I know about more than one sport. <laughs> um, her name's Danica Faraday. She goes by Danny with an I. Um, her villain name, I guess, she doesn't have a superhero name. She's not a hero. Uh, her villain name is Flux. Um, so I'll refer to her as both Danny and Flux probably over the course of the story, depending on the situation. Um, but my sort of descriptor cipher sentence is. Uh, Flux is a stealthy explorer who employs magnetism. Um, And that means different things for different parts of the game. Um, Her sort of background that I have for her, again, this is pulled from the game, is that she worked as a small-time criminal operative until she was caught and served some time in jail, after which she tried to go straight. Didn't work. Um, She is still the villain. Um, She is a, uh, a pickpocket at heart. Um, a, a sort of a very stealthy um, sort of character whose power um, is that she employs magnetism. So she is sort of like an early uh, early Magneto, like a developing Magneto um, who has the power to move metal objects um, 
and then also has a lot of sort of stealthy things that she can do. She sneaks around, she uh, picks locks, she picks pockets, um, and has some training in uh, lies and trickery and illusions um, and uh, like that. So the uh, <clears throat> the way that the sentence breaks down a little bit is you get the... Because what was your descriptor again? It was stealthy explorer? Stealthy, yeah. So she's a stealthy explorer. Um, so yeah, the the way that this works is if you're if you're a fan of, or if, if you play games, like tabletop games, like D&D and things like that, your explorer is kind of like your class. Um, yeah, so that would be your like, your your paladin your rogue yeah and it means fighter. it means a lot of things and actually like in the book it gives like other like uh synonyms for what your class yeah. could also be considered and, and so explore is kind of like a roguish so i apologize for my description i don't have that like the breakdown of the different things on my sheet um and i don't have the whole rule book pulled up but yeah so that essentially explorer is like her class um and then stealthy is her descriptor for that class um and then her her power is that she employs magnetism, uh, which makes her very good at taking people's pockets. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think of a uh, uh, so like like you said like a magneto type of character. Yeah, I was I, uh, early and again like we we are playing a game, so we are like quote unquote level one. So it is still like you know in the developing stages. And as we go along and play the game and tell the story more, like. The powers will develop and she'll be able to do like more things with that power right now she can move metal um which i am clicking on on me right now so I sort of read it but essentially like she can exert force against metal objects and move them around make do things and steal um, people's fillings can, yep that's exactly what it is but she can push and pull metal objects take things move things around kind of command them in that and then as we go along in the game um you know provided something terrible doesn't happen to her uh those powers will develop and then she'll be able to do kind of more more intense and exciting and awesome things with that um and then she also has some other just sort of standard skills and equipment um pickpocketing lock picking um she does embody a little bit of the like cat burglar type um character which is very fun and you kind of hinted at this but i don't know if you said it like explicitly but she she's young like this is a she's just starting yeah out. yeah so she's um she is a little is is on the young side for the hero scene um i don't i don't have an exact age or anything like nailed down for her um but a, a relatively young adult um who got into crime um as you do pretty pretty early on um got in some trouble worked for worked for again like in my background worked for like a small time uh kind of operation got into some trouble ended up in jail um tried to go straight that did not work out um obviously because she is still the villain um in the story um and so now with that bit of experience under her belt um is on the path to doing it right this time uh in her eyes and kind of moving up the uh moving up the the criminal ladder as it were um but yeah right now she's she's sort of embodying that like she's using her power to to kind of embody that like that cat burglar pickpocket um kind of mm -hmm. kind of character with with the goal of of obviously moving up the chain which should be easy considering she can move metal with her mind 
You taught literally being move, move up chains because get the, it was that a metal pun? Get it? The magnetism the pun. Chain. Yikes. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's what uh that's what sort of where I'm at right now with with Danny. Sounds like it'll be fun though. Um, so my character is uh like I said, I'm playing the hero type. Um, his name is Brick Branson, and his hero name is Bruiser. Um because I like the alliteration. Um, and so Brick Bruiser Branson is a tough warrior who performs feats of strength. Um, and kind of... No, nah, really? Yeah. That guy? That guy been, whose literal first name is Brick? It would have been funny if I had been like, he's actually super smart and uses mind powers or something. Um, mind like a brick mind is like a it. thing that no one has ever said <laughs> uh but no i wanted to go with the classic like the classic hero kind of comic book thing where their name is like foreshadowing of what their powers are gonna be uh i would say i also did this to an extent yeah yeah you did. my character You're faraday faraday yeah and also flux yours so. is just a little less obvious i think uh it's because i have mind powers that's true uh so yeah he's I, I like savannah i don't have the robot in front of me so i apologize but like the descriptor is tough so he's got um kind of can take a beating um the the class i guess or his type is warrior which is a little more in line with you know people like brawlers and um fighters and things like that um so for this barbarians setting, yeah for for this setting or for this type of game uh he's he's a strength kind of hero and then like his his talent is the performing feats of strength which just kind of compounds on top of that uh so i don't think he's like he's not impervious the the tough thing and he's not like superman level strong um but he is i guess kind of like the line is like luke cage almost um is kind of where he would be at but not as invulnerable um so maybe a little bit stronger or a little less is luke cage not as strong as superman no luke cage is like mostly really tough and also like Does stronger stronger than your average person okay um he has like i guess he'd be classified as like super strength but not like not the god level strength of like lifting up entire buildings or be able to like reverse the uh the planet's rotation um well yeah that's that was mostly that was like flying though right that wasn't just like super show okay well luke cage is not where my superhero knowledge lies yeah but yeah so he's he's stronger uh substantially than your average person and he's um a little bit tougher for it and i think that comes from that he's been doing this for a long time um because my character idea for him is that he's a little older um probably on the downswing of his career versus flux being on like the upswing of hers and but i don't i don't think he's like you know he he's he's not like geriatric he's he's not at the point where he's uh i think i'm thinking like his late 40s maybe uh early 50s so definitely past his prime if you're looking like at athletes and stuff um but he's still i think i'm pegging flux at like early 20s probably yeah um so he's he's older in that he's made his he's taken a shot at it i think he probably even had some success along the way um probably rubbed elbows with a few of the more prominent superheroes 
of uh, his time. Um, heroes that are probably still around and doing their hero stuff. Um, maybe it was like a, I don't know, in whatever the uh, this universe's version of the Justice League or the Avengers would be um, as like a lesser member. Got called in as like the B squad to to help out with a couple of crises. Ant Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's or like or like a uh, Hawkeye, um, mm. kind of around there, uh, where he Let's leave Hawkeye out of this. What do you got against Hawkeye? A lot. Okay. We don't have enough time left in the podcast for me to talk about it. <laughs> Hawkeye's fine. But there's a lot I like about him, but hmm. but is like is nice. less isn't like isn't in the starting lineup. He's not the the A team. He's not the one that that gets called into like a B list. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I think he came very close to making it to that next level, but um, wasn't just didn't have the stuff to do it. Like his powers weren't strong enough. His um, he just couldn't stand up to it. I was actually thinking that maybe maybe he was stronger at one point. Maybe he got injured because um, this is like a a game, and you know we're we're starting out at like the lowest level for our characters and our characters will get like stronger as we play. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about a reason for that. Obviously like starting out as like a young hero and then like improving on your abilities would be an easier fix for that. But right. I was thinking maybe like he he got really close to the big leagues um and then got really messed up during something. Uh and it's so, like recovering. Yeah. And and ha- or like has recovered from it, did his physical therapy, has gotten back to to where he can work but has found that everybody sort of left him behind nobody really yeah. remembers him anymore oh when you're off for a while you got to kind of build back up yeah oh yeah um i buy that and he's just sort of been kind of forgotten uh maybe there was a big event like in the avengers like battle new york and and he was on the team that was gonna fix it but he got injured so he wasn't there when they defeated the big bad guy and everybody else got super famous for it and he didn't because he wasn't there and he wasn't there for the photo ops and he wasn't there for the interviews and all that sort of stuff because he was in a hospital recovering. But still has that fan base. Yeah, I think maybe there are some like diehards that um, that still remember him. I think it's been about probably about 10 years or so since that all happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't really worked hard at it. He's just been doing the bare minimum to get by. Um I'm imagining like narratively something will happen towards the beginning of this that like instigates him to try to get back in this guy. You know what I'm thinking? Mr. Incredible. Um, Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think that's kind of where I'm getting at right now. Uh, But he was never as famous as Mr. Incredible was. Um, But he has kind of fallen back out of shape. He's still got it. Like he's still got the powers and stuff and he does his work is probably more working as like a bouncer at a nightclub or something like that or as like a uh mall cop yeah yeah uh but it does some like local law enforcement and things but doesn't really isn't really doing anything heroic he's not really signing autographs and stuff maybe maybe somebody recognizes him from something he did but not many people um less photo ops and more like occasional selfies yeah yeah i like it um but that's what i'm thinking for him and you know muscular uh, like like strength type fighter kind of punching people and subduing them and using his a uh, little bit of combat training to get things done doesn't really have any powers or anything beyond that can't fly can't run super fast or anything mm-hmm. so 
yeah there we are um i don't really have anything else to talk about with our like world building because i think a lot of this we're going to try to develop as we go yeah um, for sure we're not really going to sit here and like there's not really because this is improv we're not like sitting around like planning out a story um we're not really planning characters and like in arcs and things like that uh so maybe a a bit of a a bit more improv than than it is actual like um narrative development but we will sort of develop things as we go uh to the point where we're looking for the cohesive story at the end of everything yeah um so it's gonna start off with one of us is gonna run the first game i don't think we really decided we have I think, not decided um so we'll we'll have we'll nail that down who's gonna who's gonna go first who's gonna yes. break this in we're gonna alternate week by week weekly yeah um and we'll try to keep these uh, i think the idea is to keep it under an hour um uh, where we'll do a little story, a little vignette, a little, it's going to be very kind of um, punctuated, very, uh, obviously with only two of us, there's the interaction is only between us. So there's not like a lot of other things we need to flush out. Um, so it's going to be very direct. Um, yeah. It should be a pretty, uh, pretty speedy process. You say that. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, is there anything else that we need to go over? Um, I don't so. So, uh, we'll be releasing these bi-weekly. Um, and like I said, we don't really know how many we're going to do. It's going to be, um, just going back and forth until we feel like we're at a point where we want to wrap everything up. Um, I should say like, so the way this game works is that when, when Savannah is running the game or when I'm running the game, uh, our characters may show up like there will I, I think it's going to make sense for our characters to have interactions throughout because that's the whole point yeah is that they will interact with each other as the story goes but it's not we're, we're not gonna be like running our characters in the same way like it's it's going to be very much like whoever is um whoever's running the game the focus is going to be on the other person for that yeah we that we is essentially i think are going to take turns um weaving situations and story moments for the other person's character mm -hmm. um until such a time that those characters would meet and then their stories would become intertwined um and then i convince you to join the side of good and justice and leave your evil ways behind or i kill you just kidding. that'd be a real dark way to end this i do uh, have a gun that's true and by me, I mean my character. I have a both a gun. I oh. thought you were going to say you convinced me to become evil or something and get my revenge against the people that left me behind. But sure, you could just kill me. That's fine. Well, Put me out that of misery. would not have been nearly as funny <laughs> as what I said. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I think there there will be the whole point of this is to get you know the the story from both sides. Yeah, uh, which is always always the most interesting type of story. So we'll take turns kind of weaving. Uh, weaving story moments and i think you vignettes i think is a good a good descriptor for them maybe a little long for vignettes um but story moments and and situations for each other um until our characters eventually meet i am sure and we come to some sort of resolution and then when we resolve this story and feel good leaving it we'll leave it and we'll write another one yeah yeah i like that 
Um, and not everything will be the same way where it's like adversarial the whole time. Uh, that's kind of what we wanted to start with is, is one of us being the good guy, one of us be the bad guy. I don't know if every story is going to be good versus bad. And we uh, put v- just very, very heavy quotes around those terms. Yes. Um, yeah. For sure. So it's not, I'm, I, I don't, I don't think for a second that these characters in this story will end up being that uh that that black and white that checkerboard yeah but i like the idea because we're calling this heroes and villains this arc i like this arc being our exploration of the differences between heroic and villainous archetypes like like the what makes a hero what makes a villain um and really like digging into that for this um for because i think this will work better if we have like a narrative like a theme a motif that we are driving and in, digging into each time and it kind of keeps up with our, our exploration of like storytelling and things like that um and it gives us a very easy thing to drive towards in yeah each. well there there's there's something to be said i think for especially for this kind of first outing starting with like, pulling from archetypes essentially like taking mm-hmm. these these well-known archetypes in this kind of like well-known story structure and and messing with it and, and seeing what what we can do yeah. and it, it might very much end up being that like very classic you know heroes versus villains story or it might get weird you never know with us um yeah but, uh, it gives but us I, place I to start something to be that. said for that yeah there's 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 a lot to be said for kind of taking something that is uh, i guess culturally well known i don't know hmm. i don't have a good term sort of off the dome uh but taking that and using it as a as a starting place and then seeing where you end yeah um we don't really have any Obviously, we don't have any sponsors or anything. Um, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. Hey, Tom Brady. Hey, and and Mark Hamill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got all this money. You don't got anything to do with it. Give it to us. Yeah, uh, uh, and I'll cut out everything that I said earlier. Um, <laughs> no, you won't. So, uh, but we do have some other things that we can promote. Uh, we're probably not going to do this uh every game I, I don't know how what our setups can be for episodes whether we're gonna have um like a little break in the center where we can kind of chat about stuff and um plug things um or mm-hmm. if we'll just uh keep it pure and unadulterated by much, our much ways. like our story we're still kind of formulating um, yeah kind of how this is gonna work but just you know like like all things we will we will find our rhythm yeah um but if you're interested in seeing more of us, if you don't know who we are, we just kind of came across us on the internet. Um, or if, if you're, you're interested in seeing us. Yeah. Or listening. Um, <laughs> whatever your whatever your thing is. Um, but if you if you want more of us, you can find us on our uh, channel um, that we do most of our things through, uh, which is Game Nights. Um, that's two Gs at the beginning and a K in the middle. Um, we do live streaming on Twitch. We do, we have our other podcasts we ref- uh, mentioned earlier, uh, Cyberscape. Yeah. Listen um, to Cyberscape. Yeah. Uh, we put, a, we put a lot of work into it. We're, we've been doing that for a, over a year now. So, um, we would definitely appreciate any support and then all of other shows on, on our live stream. If you're, if you're into live streams, uh, it's getting kind of, it's hard to get people to cross like platforms, uh, yeah. it's hard to promote podcasts on twitch and get people to go listen to them and it's hard to promote 
live shows uh, through podcast form because people kind of like their own thing. But uh, check it out. Come hang out with us. We we play a lot of games, we play video games, play tabletop games, and we we do tell a lot of different stories. I think yeah. between all of our games. So, um, and then you can find us. find us on Twitter, uh, either through our channel uh, at Game Nights, or you can find me. I'm the Kraken King uh, on Twitter. I'm at Savvy Seaworth on Twitter. Um, and Savannah talks a lot more than I do there i tweet but, a lot uh but you can find us and you can ask us questions we're responsive or I, i'm at least responsive i just don't you don't tweet unless other people tweet at you yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah uh come talk to us talk to us on twitter and come hang out with us uh on twitch we love to yeah. talk to you and we, if you go to twitch we've got like a link to our discord and stuff there you can join us there um yeah. we do all, all sorts of fun stuff you can check out uh come tell us what you think so I think that's it, and that's what we're gonna, gonna call it for our little setup here. Um, and so until next time, uh, my name is Sean Palmer. My name is Savannah Palmer. And happy tales. That's cute. <laughs>